Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey guys, and welcome to In the Trenches podcast with Carson Ship and Tanner Strauss, your two co-hosts talking everything college sports. And with it being the end of March, madness is upon us this weekend as it is Wednesday, March 20th. Tanner, I know I've filled out my bracket, you've filled out yours, but before we get there, we should probably talk about the NIT. All the teams who didn't make it. Yeah, we probably should talk about the NIT and I guess the first thing I want to personally talk about is TCU. I feel like they were the team that got robbed the most, and they had to settle for the NIT. They had to play Sam Houston State actually today in their first-round matchup. But they play in the Big 12, and the Big 12 is the real deal, man. They are a tough basketball conference. I feel like Oklahoma was probably the only uh, borderline team in that conference that made the team. I feel like – Texas, they were technically borderline too, but I knew they weren't going to get in. TCU, though, I felt like for sure um, was going to get in, but they got robbed in my opinion. So, I mean, I feel like TCU and Arizona State, they should swap, and TCU should have the right to play St. John's in that first four matchup. Yeah, I would agree with you, man. The Pac-12 kind of sucked this year, and I mean that (laughs) in every polite way I possibly can, but it was just atrocious. I mean, Oregon basically got a bid by default because they won their conference tournament. And then, you know, Arizona, Washington makes it in, which we all kind of speculated ahead of time. But Arizona State making it over TCU, I'm not really sure about. You know, Arizona State was one of those teams that was the only one ranked from the Pac-12 in, in, in the entire season. And so I found that to be kind of interesting that they want to give three bids to the Pac-12 um, when not a lot is a do of that. And even at that, only one Pac-12 team made the NIT in Colorado, so not overly impressed with Pac-12 basketball this year. <laughs> as far as the other bubble teams that were watching pretty nervously on Selection Sunday, I mean, I felt like they got, for the most part, got it right. You might could argue that UNC Greensboro deserved to be um, in, the, in, the, in the dance, but they had to settle for the NIT. But yeah, I mean, maybe Indiana, we give them the play-in spot. They, Indiana, they, they got what they deserve. Alabama got what they deserve. Texas definitely got what they deserve. Um, thankfully, they were able to beat South Dakota State last night, so they're still playing with a little bit of pride. Yeah, so. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. A, what little bit is left? Well, we'll see what ends up happening. But, you know, I feel like that's enough about the NIT. Let's talk about some teams that can really make some noise, some bracket busters. Carson, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and start it off. I know you got a big one. Okay, well – State yeah, I like this guy, uh, John ja Morant. He's oh, yeah. really raw. Not ja, not to be confused with rapper and Firefest entrepreneur Ja Rule. Uh, ja Morant is a baller. Uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about him now that the tournament has happened. But these guys really, I mean, everyone should have been watching this kid in the regular season. He was just phenomenal. I mean, this is a kid who, if the one and done, if you didn't have to go to college or be away from from pro basketball for a year after you turn 18, he would have been straight into the NBA. I mean, he, he's extraordinarily talented. 
And I think he gives Murray State an opportunity to make some noise. I actually have Murray State in my bracket going all the way to the Sweet 16. I know a lot of people won't like that. I don't really care what a lot of people like and don't like. But um, he's a baller, and they're definitely going to upset in the first round. I, I'm, I have a strong feeling about it. You know, here's an interesting um, scenario for you guys right here. So, you know, Belmont beat Temple last night, which I, I was thinking that was going to happen. So Belmont has to end up playing Maryland. And I think that Maryland is a very inconsistent, streaky team. This is a team that has lost a lot of games uh, by a lot of points. And this is a team that has won a lot of games, too. But when they lose, they, like, lose big. So I think that kind of makes them vulnerable in this first-round matchup. So hear me out, guys, on this. So if Belmont beats Maryland, Belmont would play the winner of Yale and LSU. I feel like LSU has just enough to get by Yale. Um, Obviously, people know that LSU lost their head coach, um, Will Wade. He is not coaching in the NCAA tournament, and he was a big part why LSU got the overall number one seed. We saw what LSU did in the SEC tournament without their head coach on the sideline, lost in the first round or in their first game to Florida. So I feel like that LSU will be able to get past Yale, but then Belmont as an 11 seed will upset LSU at the round of 32. And I feel like Belmont's a team to watch out for to make it to the Sweet 16 as well. Man, I forgot what this time of year was like. This is so freaking nuts. Now I'm having to choose between what's actually right and my favorite teams. And I mean, you. Even though Texas isn't in it, and that sucks, you never want to pick against your favorite team. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, absolutely. I watch a lot of Villanova basketball. Right? I do not know if they can beat St. Mary's. <laughs> yeah, they got a pretty bad draw. I'll tell you. You got to play St. Mary's, and then you got to play the winner of Purdue Old Dominion. Which, let's be honest, that's Purdue. And then you probably are going to have to play Tennessee or Iowa or Cincinnati. I don't think well, Colgate. Well, not to mention. I mean, Villanova. They got to get by St. Mary's first. I don't even know. I mean, I got St. Mary's winning that game. They they won their conference tournament. They they were a bit stealer. They beat Villanova. Gonzaga. They they literally showed up and said Gonzaga's not that good. It's chill. <laughs> it's just. I mean, it it's. A coin flip, really. That that game, I feel like it go either way. I'm actually really looking forward to that game. Another another interesting point that I want to make out to you guys is Kansas State as a four seed. They they earned it. They had a great regular season and a great out in the Big Twelve tournament, um, losing to Iowa State. Um, unfortunately, one of their best players, Dean Wade. Um, as of now, is not expected to play in the big dance, and he was a big part of the majority of their success they had this season. Yeah. So I just want to point out, they played UC Irvine in uh, the 13th seed in the first round. I feel like, you know, kind of like LSU, they're going to have enough to get by UC Irvine. But then I, I got another upset, Oregon upsetting Wisconsin. I feel like Oregon would have enough juice. They got enough momentum riding with them. They just won their conference tournament, even though it was back 12 like they'd be able to knock off Kansas State in that round of 32. Oregon as a 12 seed is another high double-digit seed that I, I see going to the Sweet 16. Well, you know, yeah, well, I just want to go back to Dean Wade, and then I want to talk about the 5 versus 12 seed picks. Um, Dean Wade, didn't they play without him last year? They did. Okay, so a little bit tougher, tougher draw this year, though. I mean, you are going to have to play a little bit more competitive teams. We'll see what team shows up for Kansas State. But I think I've actually picked the only 5 seed against a 12 seed that I had the five seed winning in was Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Every other, they play Liberty, right? Huh? Yeah, they play Liberty. That's correct. Liberty. Yeah. And then they got to play. 
play Virginia Tech, huh? Yeah, that's right. That's a tough game. That is a tough draw for Mississippi State. They had a great season. And they, you know, they earned that five seed. I thought that, that was honestly a little bit um, too high of a seed. I thought they were like a six or seven. Yeah, I was definitely thinking seed. seven. But um, that's kind of a tough matchup, you know, to have to play a team like Virginia Tech in the second round. And then, of course, you know, the winner of our conference, Abilene Christian, they got rewarded with a 15 seed. They have to play Kentucky. And That's the, um, great. Let them play Kentucky. They can go play Kentucky. I'd rather it be them than the Lumberjacks from Stephen F. Austin. You know, kind of the last team I want to talk about. They kind of got a bad draw, in my opinion. And this is a team that had a great regular season. And they had a, you know, they lost to Cincinnati in their conference tournament. But Houston, you know, they got rewarded with a three seed. And they're, you know, I feel like they're going to be able to take care of business against Georgia State. But man, if they have to run into Iowa State, in the round of 32, uh, dude, I, I, as a three seed, I would not want to play Iowa State in the second round in that round of 32. Okay, so who's draw? Let, let's let's keep it in the same conference, right? Because Houston played Cincinnati in the uh, in the championship game of their conference tournament, and so would you rather have Houston's draw or Cincinnati's draw? Because if I'm looking at it, I'd rather have Cincinnati, and they and they think they got snubbed. Well, see, well, Cincinnati, they won their conference. They they split with um, a couple of, of, you know, poor teams in their conference, like UC, USF, UCF. Even though UCF made the tournament, um, I feel like Cincinnati, they have enough juice on their team to be able to take care of that, that team, tw- take care of business against that team twice. Yeah, so, I'll, tell, I'll say this. Cincinnati, I don't like their first-round matchup. I, Iowa is a team that can shoot lights out in the gym if they're hot. But, you know, Houston has to play Georgia State. So I feel like definitely Houston's draw is a little bit more favorable because Georgia State in that first-round matchup is, I feel like, going to be a little bit easier than having to play Iowa. But then, you know, let's say Cincinnati takes care of business against Iowa. They're probably going to have to play Tennessee. That's when I feel like um, Cincinnati can really start making some noise as a seven seed, I feel like they have enough to upset that Tennessee team. Yeah, because I mean, and, and you're right about that. And think about it: if you're Houston, you got to play Georgia, uh, Georgia, State, Georgia State, and then Iowa State, and then right. Kentucky, and then even if you win against Kentucky, you got to go play North Carolina. Right, and that's if that you can get sucks. past the first giant Iowa State in that round of 32. I mean, I, I personally have Iowa State beating Houston in the round of 32. I got Iowa State even. Um, beating Kentucky, and I got Iowa State losing to North Carolina in my Elite Eight matchup. I actually have the exact same thing, but I might have to just make Iowa State win that game against North Carolina just so that we can differ a little bit. (laughs) Um, I also messed around this year and accidentally put Florida in my Sweet 16, accidentally on purpose, beating Nevada and Michigan. Yeah, I know. See, I, I wanted to have Florida beat Michigan, but I feel like Michigan, they're just too... They're too good fundamentally for – I, I feel like they're going to be able to beat Florida in that, in that second round. But, no, that's a good pick, having, uh, having Florida beat Nevada. Dude, to Nevada's me, another team that had a phenomenal season this year, and they kind of got a bad draw having to play Florida in that first game. Well, and I kind of thought Nevada was going to be a little bit higher than a seven seed, to be honest with you. I thought they would give them at least a five or a six, you know, but – 
I mean, playing Florida is never easy, and we all know Florida loves to chuck the three. I mean, they've thrown, uh, they, they've shot a, a, an astronomical amount of threes this season. So it's all about, you know, you live by the three, you die by the three. So let's kind of, let's end the show. Let's talk about our final four international championship matchups and see how accurate we get come April when it's time for the final four to tip off Minneapolis and the national championship game. Let's see. You know, my, my personal Final Four is I got Duke matching up with Texas Tech and Virginia matching up with North Carolina. And I just feel like this all is going to, you know, head to round four with a matchup with North Carolina and Duke in the national championship. And North Carolina won the first two, Duke won the last matchup, and I feel like Duke's going to win the fourth matchup. I got Duke winning it all. I just don't see anybody stopping that team. Man, all right. Well, our national championships are are very similar, and our I gotta say, a lot of our picks are very similar. I have Duke playing Texas Tech on April sixth, um, and I have Duke winning that game. I think the Red Raiders and Chris Beard are a really great team. I think this is the year that they make it to the Final Four. I love what they're doing out there in Lubbock. I just hope they can remain, you know, poised and keep consistent, even if the game starts getting away from them in the tournament, um, which will likely happen, especially in the Final Four against a team that's basically putting on the court three NBA starters. So, you know, Coach K and and all those guys, they're going to do everything they can to get to the finals. I don't really think I need to elaborate too much on Zion Williamson and his just absolute beast mentality. And he's just so physical. I just, man, that guy. Anyways, um, and then in my final four, I am actually going to end up going with Iowa State and Virginia. I'm going to change it last second, pick Iowa State. Just despite you, I love Muriel Shayak. I've been talking about it all 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 uh, season. You know, Virginia, you, you weren't too high on Virginia. You started like their draw when you when you saw what kind of matchups they could see. Yeah, you know, they're ma- Virginia is one of those teams that I just look, I don't I don't trust the Virginia men's basketball team much further than I can throw them. And let me tell you, it ain't far. Um, <laughs> after you lose uh, to a 16 seed as a one for the first time ever, it's going to take a little bit for you to recover from that. But I mean, I think. You know, when it happened last year, they handled it with a lot of poise and they addressed it and they said, they look. They got an opportunity for redemption. They're exactly. one seed this year. You know, I don't think they want to lose to a 16 seed two years in a row. They're going to try to put it on people's heads, like for real. They're about to get at it. So I think we're either going to see boom or bust from Virginia per usual. I think Virginia beats Iowa State in that game and I have Duke beating Virginia in the final. One more comment I want to say is – I feel like as a one seed, you got kind of snubbed with Gonzaga. They're going to have to play the winner of that Syracuse-Baylor game. And I feel like both Baylor and Syracuse, whoever wins that game, which is the 8-9 matchup that I'm most looking forward to, I think they're, they're going to have enough to upset Gonzaga in yeah. the round of 32. I actually have Gonzaga as the first one seed losing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they have they – have, they have the huge opportunity of upsetting, but that's probably all they're going to have time for today. Hope you guys take our advice, man. We know we know that it's, it's a crapshoot, but um, it's always a fun time. We hope you guys do a bracket, and thank you guys for tuning in and giving us a listen. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position.
Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.